0: Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. New records on Wall Street. The S&P 500 index up 10 to 2415. NASDAQ 100 also at a record today. The NASDAQ composite up 42 to 6205. A gain there of 7 tenths of 1%. The S&P up 4 tenths of 1%. No record for the Dow. It's uh, Closing today at twenty one thousand eighty two, up seventy points, a gain there of three tenths of one percent. Gold up two dollars an ounce to twelve fifty five. That's a gain of two tenths of one percent. And West Texas Intermediate crude tumbled five point three percent today, down two seventy two a barrel to forty eight sixty four. I'm Charlie Pellet, that's a Bloomberg Business Flash.
1: This is your Bloomberg Real Estate Report. I'm Denise Pellegrini. Barry Sternlich, chairman and chief executive at Starwood Capital, says he's cautious about real estate right now. And that, he says, means investing in apartments is a good idea.
0: For the largest owner of apartments, I think, in the country today, 100,000 plus units and it's almost a 20 billion dollar portfolio.
1: Sternlich says millennials are still having trouble affording homes and that makes single family rentals another good investment.
0: They have a trillion three of student debt. They don't have a lot of money. Millennials want to be less loyal, more able to jump from, what is it? They, They have more choice. And they're getting married later. We have so many single family person led households today. And you have the demographics of the country, the echo baby boom generation. So I think I think that's going to stay for a while. The rental complex will be pretty good.
1: Sternlicht is also co-chair of Colony Starwood Homes. Shares of the single-family home rental company are up almost 20% this year. And that's your Bloomberg Real Estate Report. I'm Denise Pellegrini.
0: This is Bloomberg Markets with Carol Messer and Corey Johnson on Bloomberg Radio.
1: hey. hey. About what's cooking at some high end restaurants um, who are having maybe some difficult times and maybe they're Decided to do a different strategy. This is a really cool story. Kate Crater is with us uh, from our Bloomberg Pursuit. She's a writer with Bloomberg Pursuits. I, the headline of this story, Kate, is "As High End Restaurants Go Belly Up, chef, Chefs, Excuse Me, Embrace Bar Hybrids." Um, so, what's going on? What's what? What are we seeing?
2: Well, it's a really cool story, Carol. It's um, I mean, it's cool. It's got a sort of bittersweet edge to it, which is that if you're in New York City, you've probably seen um, a lot of restaurants closing their doors and for instance one of the most beloved restaurants in New York is a place called Anisa and that is closing this weekend but up and down the city you see them shuttering shillers which is from the great Keith McNally is closing. Meanwhile bars like people drink no matter what so bars seem to be doing <laughs> just fine. Well what do you mean people drink more just than that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well it, how much well, of this is rent?
2: Um, So much of it is rent, although you can't discount labor, especially with new labor laws in place and health care. It's hitting California especially hard, but people in New York, um, restaurateurs in New York are really feeling it, too.
0: How how has it changed in New York? I know in San Francisco, I'm sorry, Carol, there's a minimum wage now, and that's – uh, for for restaurants, and it's not just tips, and that's really changed the rules there.
2: It has so changed the game. I think you're going to start to see a dramatic – you're you're going to see the dramatic effects of it coming up. But also health care, I think there's a lot of mandates now about what kind of health care employees have and how many people are covered and how they're treated, and it's making a difference. You, I have to say, honestly, I see both sides of it.
1: So what are bars doing as a result? Um, are they offering up different things uh, that you can have
2: at the bar with your cocktails? That's exactly right. It's what's happened. Um, this Jim Ian who has a great bar in New York City called PDT, which to celebrate its 10th anniversary, said that he's heard restaurateurs change their storyline. And they used to say, oh, my restaurant makes great drinks because drinks have become so important in the last 10 to 15 years. Now they say this is a bar with great food. And it gives people – it really – Allows you to appeal to multiple audiences. You get to do all these things at once, and so you set up a bar. It's got destination food. You have some great chefs fronting them, and it's sort of like, what else could you ask for?
0: Um, It it is really interesting. uh, You mentioned your piece, Rose Pistola closing in 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 San Francisco and others, Um, but but I also wonder how many of these places. You know, so I've logged more than a little bit of time (laughs) in Rose Pistola. Uh, I might have even gotten 86 there once upon a time. That's a long story. (laughs) But there's a, but some of these places were just getting long in the tooth, and I wonder how much, you know, when we see these complaints about new healthcare costs and new, um, uh, uh, rent problems, but really it's just restaurants that just, there's a changing dynamic and people want new places and the old places just aren't around anymore. It's
2: an excellent, it's an excellent point and that's the truth and I do want to go back to the 86th at Rose Pistola story at some point, but for <laughs> right <wasn't> now... It wasn't
0: me. <laughs> it was these guys.
2: <laughs> sure, but um, but it's true, I think restaurants have a shelf life and people don't like to admit it all the time, you know, you love them and it seems like a disaster when they close, but sometimes they just grow out of what they were starting to do and it, they, they try on like a new a new jacket and it doesn't fit and i think sometimes it's time to say goodbye and that is probably the truth with rose pistola and then on the other hand it opens up this excellent opportunity for something like this great place in houston called better luck tomorrow which is the restaurant bar i most want to go to now because it's got these two superstars behind it so they're serving excellent food they're serving excellent drinks and i know i'll be perfectly happy there
1: BLT, I love this. Uh-huh. Hey, but you know, you write about too, Kate, about how the food and the bar are now kind of in sync with one another. So people think about if something comes in, they think about a, a you know something to eat as well as a great cocktail that you can work off of maybe similar ingredients.
2: Isn't that cool? I mean, I think bars yeah. bars have been it. Bars have been, bartenders have been shopping at the farmer's market for a while now. That's not really new. And certainly, like, I know we've all, like, had a lot of really cool produce-driven drinks. But to think of a kitchen and a bar that are really in sync like that, so that if there is, for instance, if somebody has extra plums, if Justin Yu, who's the chef at this BLT in Houston, um, has an excess of something, he like he pickles all these onions, and now they're they're part of this great Gibson that the mixologist Bobby Hugel is making.
0: I think also, you know, to that 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 note of sort of restaurants changing and closing. I mean, I think there's a great example of that in Oakland right now, where. You've got a, a, a long time great restaurant called Beowulf, uh, uh-huh. on Beeman Avenue in Oakland that was a, a great success for so many years, but it, it had this sort of classic, uh, it was in like in someone's, it felt like you were in someone's living room. The restaurant wasn't doing very well. They, they turned over ownership to the, uh, proprietors of Wood Tavern in Oakland, they've opened a new place called The Wolf, which is fantastic, which is much more, bar. they built a bar and made it bar focused Mm -hmm. with with a fantastic food, but at the bar, as well as in this wonderful restaurant. It it sort of shows the change, but also the need to kind of refresh things.
2: And evolve. I think that's a really good example, and they don't always, not all those restaurant stories have such a happy ending, but it's really nice to think that one restaurant closed, and then you get to love it, and you get to remember the great story behind it, and then now you have a new place to go that gives you a whole different different story to tell
1: so what does this mean do we are we going to see more of this you know kate in your view
2: yeah no i think i think as you it's it's funny now because probably some of my favorite restaurants are or some of my favorite um, dining scene situations now are eating at the bar at a restaurant called Co hmm. in New York. You eat at the bar and it's really fun. It's immediate. There's usually somebody to talk to if for, if for instance you're dining by yourself, but it feels very, very personal as compared to sitting in a dining room. And you've watched, yeah. you know, the whole like restaurants break down. Like it used to be the bar was in a separate room and then they broke down that wall. And now restaurants and bars, they started getting closer and closer together until now, you know, essentially they're the the same thing yeah it's a lot more social i'm
1: trying to think what was the place we were at Corey? in was it boston where did we go we sat at the bar for a while we sat in boston no. at, the, San at the mario
0: Batali place in boston we had dinner there yeah. at the bar, what two weeks ago yeah
1: yeah yeah kind of cool um hey kate thank you so much so nice to talk
2: to you guys we love to kate talk crater talk to kate crater she's uh, terrific cool. stuff mm-hmm. from
0: bloomer pursuits all right joining yeah. us right now speaking of Hungry men. Always. <laughs> oh, I thought he was, head I thought he was head head
1: going to. to say, speaking of cool, Ed, but hey.
0: <laughs> oh, ooh, thank you very much. Yeah. Any place you go in here in the Bay Area, by the way, you mentioned Corey's name and they give you 25% off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, some highlights. And a funny look. they
1: charge you 25% more.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, probably Sorry. that, too. Uh, it, so it comes out even. OPEC production cuts. Uh, and the London Stock Exchange CEO Xavier Rollet is going to be on Bloomberg Best. And Kathleen Sebelius, Talking Republic. Public health care bill coming up around the corner. Thank you, Ed. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets. on am Bloomberg Radio. This is Bloomberg.